For the ones who know that a little late is always too late. And that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. Visit Granger.com slash KeepStock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Happy New Year and happy holidays to all our listeners. Kunal and I really hope that you are listening to this episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast with a glass of wine and some yummy plum cake and of course all your favorite people around. And yes, I wish there is some snow around you as well because where we are recording from which is Mumbai in India, there is a lot of sunshine even in winter and Mithila, actually, I will take it a step forward and wish our listeners a happy new season as well. And let's hope 2017 has what it takes for every single Formula One fan and maybe even Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because 2016 was not a happy season for Lewis. Anyway, Kunal, I just saw the unthinkable Bernie Ecclestone on, wait for it, Instagram. <laughs> See, of course, it wasn't his account. It was his daughter's account. But, you know, just the fact that there is an Ecclestone on social media, <laughs> specifically Instagram, is big news. I'm just wondering if she sought his permission, though, before using his images. <laughs> like, I'm sure they're copyrighted and all of that. <laughs> I, I have thought that Bernie was there on Instagram playing Santa to his granddaughter. And then I reminded myself that this is Bernie Ecclestone. And I don't think he ever wants to be a do-gooder. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't think he looks jolly enough to be Santa. <laughs> but yes, 2016 is coming to an end. And wow, Kunal, what a year it has been. I think we've had a better year on the Inside Line Formula 1 podcast than probably a lot of the Formula 1 teams out there. You know? <laughs> Just for the record, this is our 45th episode of the season. And this means that we didn't score in only 7 out of a possible 52 weeks in Formula 1 or in this year, whatever that means. <laughs> we've been doing a lot of recording. <laughs> <laughs> and also we've touched our highest ever listens Ever and ever is the word again. We are almost at 160,000 listens. And for that, a big and a very big thank you to all our listeners. And you guys are the absolute best, just like Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> or like Max Verstappen. <laughs> and also, a very special thank you to iTunes and Audio Boom, especially to the team at Audio Boom. So there's Aditya, Anirudh, Jake and Aman. And of course, all the techies behind the scenes. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, and uh, a big cheers to all our partner websites as well. And, you know, we're going to brag a little about ourselves. So just hear us out. So we are syndicated every single week on motorsport.com, which is possibly the largest motorsport website in the world. There's Sport360, which is Middle East's premier sports website. There's also NDTV Car and Bike, a very famous automobile portal in India. Uh, then there's First Post, Scroll.in, 
Motor Octane, you know, some of India's finest and most visited websites. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. So we've been really lucky to end this year on an absolute high. So we had Hulkenberg and Perez on the podcast. And guys, it was hilarious. So I really hope you all have tuned in. <laughs> and we really hope to bring you some more drivers on the show in 2017. Not giving anything away, but stay tuned. It'll be worth it. <laughs> on that note, you guys should absolutely subscribe to us on iTunes and Audio Boom. So in this week's episode of the Inside Line F1 podcast, we tell you how Nico Rosberg played the opposite of Secret Santa. <laughs> we also talk about car launches and in fact Kunal gives us some good insights. And here we also tell you how to get onto the cover of Time magazine. <laughs> we talk about Rosberg's photo book called Finally. In fact, we try and interpret the title of the book. Uh, we talk about McLaren's typical corporate issues and Lastly, we debate which driver called dibs on a Red Bull racing seat for 2018. Daniel Ricciardo has said that Nico Rosberg has given someone the biggest ever Christmas gift. And Kunal, the only thing is we yet don't know who the recipient of this gift is. It's like Secret Santa, but opposite, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Though it seems more and more likely that this gift is going to go to Valtteri Bottas. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch, indeed. In fact, Nikki Lauda went so far as to say that if Bottas actually joins Mercedes, Wolf cannot be his manager. You know, conflict of interest and all of that. I actually think, isn't it a conflict of interest already? And, you know, when Mercedes sits down to decide its driver, why wouldn't a Toto Wolf push Valtteri Bottas already? You know, but anyway, the funniest for me was when Wolf said that we need to be respecting Williams before we actually go and poach Bottas. And I think that's absolute bullshit. Uh, did Wolf actually think about McLaren before poaching a Lewis Hamilton? I mean, for Christ's sake, Toto, this is Valtteri Bottas we're talking about, not a Fernando Alonso or a Sebastian Vettel or a Kimi Raikkonen. And in fact, if these legendary drivers were available, I don't think he would have thought twice about putting McLaren or Ferrari in a fix and... I think he should just stop being silly. <laughs> Kunal, those were some really strong words. But you know, just in case anyone had a doubt, Valtteri Bottas has also gone and stated the obvious. And he said that, hey, I can win races in a top car. <laughs> hint, hint, hint. And honestly, any driver who cannot win races in a top car, well, he has no job being in Formula One. <laughs> And uh, talking of a job, so Mark Webber has asked Williams to leave Felipe Massa alone in his retirement and actually let him relax. And he said that Williams should instead choose a driver from the LMP1 series, basically the World Endurance Championship. So he suggested something that's probably never happened before because Bernie doesn't like it. But he, he's recommended drivers like Brendan Hartley, the former Red Bull driver, Sebastian Buemi. And even the American former driver, Lucas Degrassi. Well, we were really hoping to see either Verstappen or Ricciardo move to Mercedes. Kunal, the news is it ain't happening. And I'm still trying to personally understand why Ricciardo won't go to Mercedes. Maybe it's the fear of Hamilton or maybe it is Ricciardo's belief in Red Bull Racing. 
you know, in either case, it's surely not the fear of racing against the prodigal Max Verstappen. <laughs> Strangely, Ricciardo in his statement said that he has committed two years to Red Bull racing. And frankly, I'm just very upset that he's messed up the entire silly season for 2018 already. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, also at Red Bull Racing... Pierre Gasly has said that Red Bull Racing were pleased with how he reacted to being overlooked for the 2017 Toro Rosso seat. So basically, Red Bull Racing likes disgruntled drivers. And Kunal, I think this finally explains a lot on the Danny Kivat demotion front. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about one team that is going to be relieved that 2016 is nearly over. Ferrari. So, Ferrari themselves have said that they made a fool out of themselves in 2016. Their president has said that. And uh, frankly, I'm just pleased that they gave us a lot of material to make some really funny jokes. (laughs) So, thank you, Ferrari. Ferrari has also announced their car launch date for next year, 24th February. We've all marked those dates in our calendar. And Kunal, they're the first team to announce their dates. So at least they're doing something first in 2017. <laughs> By the way, they've done it first in 2016 as well. And we all know how the seasons panned out for them. <laughs> but anyway, here's an interesting insight. So Formula 1 teams actually try and work with each other to ensure that their dates of car launches do not overlap. And sometimes there are dates that overlap, but they try and avoid the same hour, thankfully. Okay. And this is, of course, because every single team needs their publicity. And uh, more importantly, and one of our listeners asked this on social media, is if the launched car is actually the car that will eventually go racing in Australia. And the answer is an absolute no. The launch car is a display car at best. And the actual bodywork, etc. is kept away from prying eyes of the other teams for as long as they can. Uh, especially for 2017, where there are new aero regulations that are going to come into force. And the primary intention of the launch is to showcase a new livery, maybe announce new sponsors, not in the case of McLaren, (laughs) and even showcase the new driver lineup. And that could be the case for Mercedes. Kunal, that's really interesting. And I can see you speaking from all your experience in Formula One. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Speaking of Ferrari... So Sebastian Vettel has had a fairly awful year and he's been pretty agitated and upset all of 2016. In fact, he's launched into all these attacks on the radio. We remember them very well. Charlie Whiting will remember them particularly (laughs) well. (laughs) I think Vettel has been agitated in 2016 because he's been off Red Bull. And I mean the energy drink. (laughs) Of course you mean the energy drink. (laughs) Some serious withdrawal symptoms that he's unable to handle. I don't think Ferrari has an energy drink sponsoring them anyway. So Marcioni says that he wants Vettel to be calm in 2017 and that he's hoping that Ferrari can give their two world champion drivers a winning car. Hell, we're all hoping for that. (laughs) (laughs) And Marcioni has also reignited the Alfa Romeo discussion, saying that an official Ferrari B team is needed to test their young talent. And I stress on the word official because I think Sauber has been the unofficial Ferrari B team for the longest time now. And uh, Marcioni has also said that they want it to be an all-Italian outfit. And... uh, I think new manufacturers are always welcome, but 
Ferrari should be careful. They need to manage their A team very well first and then think of a team B. So we know that Rosberg is the world champion, but Lewis Hamilton is the man making the news. Kunal, he is on the cover of the Time magazine and that's massive. So basically losing the world championship is enough to get you on the cover of Time. And uh, that's what Rosberg must be thinking for sure. (laughs) But he also must be thinking that he didn't do it right all the previous times and didn't get on the cover. (laughs) Hamilton has also said that he does not want Mercedes to change his team of mechanics for 2017. You know, Kunal, that is very strange because this is the same bunch of people that he pinned some of his losses onto. Malaysia 2016. Yeah, he's been making all these... uh, below-the-belt insinuations and all of that. But he's also now gone and delivered some very hard-hitting statements about trying to prove his supremacy in the team. In his Time interview, Lewis Hamilton said that F1 needs to learn from America and especially how they organize their sporting events. So we should keep this in mind for a list of things that Formula 1 can learn from America. (laughs) It's a long, long, (laughs) long list. (laughs) At least... I'm glad they've not learned oval racing from America. Otherwise, we'd only see Formula One cars going round and round and round. And it wouldn't be as popular as the American open wheel sports. But Hamilton also said that he did not have an equal opportunity in Mercedes in 2016. And my only point to Lewis would be that it's so 2016, Lewis. Let go of it. (laughs) So last season. (laughs) And finally, he said that what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And I'm guessing that this is what did the trick for Nico Rosberg. (laughs) Kunal, I'm literally singing that song in my head right now. (laughs) But I'll spare our listeners that. And me, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. By the way, Nico Rosberg launched a book. I don't know if we should call it a book or a photo album or what. But yeah, he's been ambiguous about it. <laughs> and we can't get our hands on a copy unless we pay a lot of money as, a, what, what is he calling it? A charity donation. <laughs> <laughs> but the book actually captures his title fight in pictures. And the book is called, Finally. <laughs> That's a really interesting name. And there are just so many interesting interpretations to that name. So I'm going to put a few of mine and you're welcome to put yours as well. Finally, a world champion. Finally, I beat Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Finally, I can leave Formula One. And finally, I can spend time with my family. (laughs) Well, I think the best one would be that finally they can say like father, like son. (laughs) I think that one would be the most special finally for the Rosbergs. Yes. And finally, McLaren (laughs) seems to be speaking sense. They've said that they can win races with the right engine. Oh my God, finally! (laughs) I guess it's never too late to understand the complex Formula One rules, guys. (laughs) Dukunar, frankly, I find this statement very, very dumb. I'm not sure if they were being sarcastic, humorous, what? (laughs) Well, they also said that hiring Jensen Button after 2009 helped change Button's reputation. And that's partially true, of course. But the last few years, I think McLaren's reputation has tanked. Button or no Jensen, Button. (laughs) Anyway, a McLaren veteran has said that lack of passion and internal politics have got the better of the team. And this finally means one positive thing. 
that McLaren is finally a big corporate company. <laughs> <laughs> and rumor is that McLaren might end up sharing the Johnny Walker branding with Force India next season. And this is big news for Force India Formula 1 team. I mean, it's not a new deal. It's a replacement for Smirnoff. But imagine having the iconic Johnny Walker branding on Force India. They've earned it, if you ask me. They have. The best news about McLaren, though, is that Ron Dennis is going to buy Manor and Rio Hariando is going to get a drive. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be hilarious and somewhat a rags-to-riches attempt for both men who could be out to seek some sort of resurrection. And Kunal, Ron Dennis also has quite a bit of experience managing a backmarker team in the past two seasons. <laughs> so Sergio Perez says that Force India could fight with the top three in 2017. And that's thanks to the rule changes. Actually, yes and no. The rule changes could catch a lot of teams out. And that could also mean that Force India could be caught out. And no, because it's probably far more risky for the midfield teams because if they don't get the formula right at the start of the season, they might not have the kind of money and resources to have a course correction mid-season. We've seen Sauber go through this and in fact, we saw Williams go through this this season as well. So let's hope he's right. Fingers crossed. Another midfield team, Toro Rosso. So they say that money can't buy wins in Formula 1. And Kunal, that's a really interesting statement. (laughs) There's an old saying in motorsport, and I always state this. More the money, the faster you go. And there's always a correlation between money and performance in Formula 1. Unless, of course, if you're Pastor Maldonado. Thank God he's not coming back, <laughs> at least at this moment. We not think just so. yet, but <laughs> never know. Carlos Sainz is aiming for a top team in 2018. And Kunal, if you ask me, that would be a well-deserved move for Carlos Sainz. Oh, yes. I'm not even going to ask you, actually. I know you're <laughs> going to agree. But Sainz is in a fairly strange situation at Red Bull. So we have three drivers, two cockpits, and Red Bull Racing will not let go of Verstappen. Oh, yes. So... I think Ricciardo has beaten Sainz to the Red Bull Racing seat in 2018. Although I'm not sure who has called dibs first. (laughs) (laughs) But come 2018, there could be plenty of opportunities in my view. There could be probably Mercedes, Ferrari, even McLaren. Who knows? And uh, you never know if Hamilton goes the Rosberg way. You know, he wins the title and he retires. And he goes off to pursue a career in singing. Speaking of singing, did you happen to see Daniel Ricciardo singing in his car? And he's posted a video of that online. (laughs) I think Lewis Hamilton is seriously getting some competition in the singing department from first Rosberg and now Ricciardo. (laughs) (laughs) One more reason to actually retire and possibly pursue that singing career, Lewis. Or one more reason to not retire. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, ladies and gentlemen, before we end... We have a fan bite from Jwalanth Parmar that we're going to play out. So stay tuned for the next minute. And Jwalanth has actually been one of our new listeners. He's probably listened to us all of 2016. Very kind of him to send this bite over the Christmas weekend. Hey guys, this is Jwalanth Parmar from Mumbai, India. I'm a big fan of Inside Line F1 podcast. Great work, Kunal and Mithila. Great work. My favorite F1 driver was Lewis Hamilton until he achieved his dream of winning three championship titles. Now, I'm supporting a young talent, Carlos Sainz Jr. Would like to see him 
even races, in the near future. My favorite F1 joke of all time was said by my favorite driver, Lewis Hamilton, when he won his first race, when he told that winning his first race felt better than having sex. I still doubt that. Thank you, guys. That's it from us this week, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you in the new year with a lot of prayers that the new season will be as much fun as the Inside Line F1 podcast has been all of last season. <laughs> Happy thank- New Year, you guys. And thank you very much. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.